Dear Uberta, I am dead. As your grand uncle, through my fourth wife, thrice removed, who you once met at Food Bazaar when you were three, you are now the queen. And therefore, your husband is the king. Here are the keys to the castle. The big one sticks, but just give it a quick twist. Best of luck, the king. Like fuck you up like it fucked me I up. I think my brain is broken. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's what happened. I don't know. To me. <laughs> I don't know if I can think good anymore. No, yeah, that's <laughs> what this this movie fucking does to you. We should just put this at the end. I, I, I maybe we put it at the beginning. <laughs> that works. Jesus. <laughs> my Hello God. and welcome. Uh, Princess movie podcast. Right in. Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. Oh god, this is a fucking oh. calamity. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am Christy and I am here with my friend and co-host. Hi! <laughs> and we are both in a very frantic state of mind, Holy all shit. thanks to Swat Princess Eleven, <laughs> a fairy tale is born. <laughs> and this is... Oh <laughs> my happened? god! We uh... huh? I think this movie broke us. Yeah, Christy, what the fuck? <laughs> I just watched. Oh watch. my god! That sure was a oh. series of images. And sounds put together yes. in vaguely the form of a film. I yeah, holy holy shit! You know, like we we commented uh, in the last movie, The Adventures of Tom Thumb and Thumbelina, <laughs> that that one like that's how I I described it. It's just a series of scenes just plunked together to form a movie. Little did we know, <laughs> we didn't know it was coming. Well, oh my god, this oh. movie! I. I... <laughs> It's so hard to know where to begin with this one. I yeah, this is um we were kind of taken by surprise by this film, if our listeners remember. Um, we finally had gotten caught up to what was at the time the last, the most current entrant in the Swan Princess series. We looked at Swan Princess 10 uh at the beginning of this year, and at the time there was no mention of a Swan Princess Eleven, and so it seemed there was, it was all quiet on the Swan Princess front. We had a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a reprieve from Richard Rich, um, and then I think I want to say it was in April. I think. I think. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Because like they only gave it, like a month's notice for this thing. Yeah, we it 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 was like. Yeah, it was sudden that all of a sudden we got we got first just a little bit of a teaser, a co- just a confirmation that Swan Princess Eleven was in development. Yeah. And I I know I don't remember what episode we talked about this in, but I know we we mentioned this news, and I remember thinking, or maybe even saying in that episode, that we probably had a year 
You know, we probably had a year to go because it seemed like, oh, they're just telling us that they're making it. So yeah, like it's 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 like that's the sort of thing you hear when they've just like productions pretty early still. Like maybe not like they've already been working on it for a bit, but like they still Mm -hmm. a ways off. It wasn't like a yeah an announcement. It was just sort of a you know it's in production. It's like okay, okay, yeah. It was just like a short little like, hey, we're doing this at the beginning of one of their their terrible newsletters <laughs> uh, on their YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And then, and then, Fucking much surprise. to our surprise, yeah. they, they dropped a whole ass movie on us. <laughs> Man. Oh. And, and I remember because people sent you the trailer because the trailer yes. came out only like maybe a week ahead of the film or something. And yeah, and and you were like, you were t- you were talking about it, and I was like, should I watch the trailer or not? And you're like, I don't know, and so I didn't. I I went into this one pretty much blind, other than like oh. what we had talked about on the podcast, which was like, it was a prequel, <laughs> and it was you know, and that was confusing because how are they going to do a prequel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So weird. Um, so yeah, I went into this one fairly blind and, um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, you know what? Even having seen <laughs> the the trailer, this movie was, I, I, it's, it's bizarre. I somehow got, we, we, we got everything we saw in the trailer and, and yet I thought we, I thought things would be different. I don't know why. <laughs> It's like I was not made I was not made any promises and yet somehow I expected more. I uh, I It's just it's it's bizarre this one. It just went in a totally different direction from what I thought. I like it, it is probably the most series of scenes that I've ever seen just be like they're just very strung together. There's not a lot of Yeah. It's just sort of like there there's no connective tissue no. is the best way that I could well, put it. But there I mean there is, but it's like it's so bizarre and tenuous that you're like uh, is this Yeah. Huh, what Okay. Yeah. Huh? It's it's there's no there's no breathing room whatsoever oh God, in no. this film. It's just, you gotta strap yourself down to the fucking couch and hang on. You gotta white knuckle this fucking movie. <laughs> just it's, it's, get, get the fuck ready. It's Swan Princess time, baby. Yeah, this is just, I, I, I felt like just bewildered by this uh, film. Uh, it starts out at a breakneck pace and a baffling plot and doesn't let up. It does, it does not. I felt fucking exhausted at the end of this film. <laughs> you were like, because I was, I think I was out and I was like seeing your texts pop up on my phone as you were watching it the other day. And I was just like, is Christy okay? I was, I was having a time. I, I was having a time. And like, too, I, 
for like full disclosure too, I was already in a bit of a stressed out state because I've been having just like some life stuff going on that I'm <laughs> trying to figure out. So it wasn't entirely this movie's fault, but this movie was like very much like the straw jabbing me in the back, trying to like, <laughs> like just wear away my last brain cell. <laughs> and, and like, I think be, like with this movie, because of the fast pace, like there wasn't like, there's no moment to pause and digest what you've just seen. No. It's just like someone just throwing dodgeballs at your face. And it's just like, I, I just stress, just like just a stressful experience to the point <laughs> That after this movie was over, my stomach hurt. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was like, I was like tense and just like, uh, like just like that's the best way to describe it. Just, oh my god! Oh, oh no. god! I had to go lay on the couch for a bit just oh to like. <laughs> this, I'm so glad that um, like this movie. <laughs> This movie arrived, we're, we're recording on Saturday, this movie arrived on my doorstep on Wednesday, and I, I normally, like, I give myself a lot more time to, like, review the movie and, and think of some notes and plan for the podcast. This one, we, we kind of knew we're going to do this right away, so yeah. I just, I had, I, I had to, like, dedicate the last, like, couple days of my life to trying to think about this movie and prepare for this podcast. <laughs> and, and see, I knew I knew it was coming and like I knew you you like texted me when you got it. You showed me a photo of the 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 front of this film, like the cover of the DVD case when it came yeah. in. And I was immediately like, oh, "Fucking what?" Um well, I'll get back into that, but like yeah, I wanted to come like you sent it to me and I was like, "Okay, um I'll I'll watch this like pretty quick before like I'll watch it Friday night and then that that didn't happen because we're recording it Saturday morning I was like that didn't happen because like, other things came up and so I was like okay I'll watch it first thing in the morning before we record because like that way it's fresh in my brain it doesn't have time to leak through all the holes in my skull um, <laughs> and so and then I was running late this morning so we wound up recording late and I was it, I, I finished this <laughs> like I. It's, the credits hit on this film and I immediately hopped into the call and I was like, Christy, what the fuck was that? Christy, what happened? What did I just watch? What occurred? What occurred to it, me yeah. just now? It's just, it's, yeah, it's, I, we, we just like <laughs> rode a roller coaster and we're trying to fucking piece back our lives after it. Yeah. Oh my god, so, just so exhausting. There's so much, there's so much that I already just want to say about this fucking movie. I feel like this, like, I, I wish, I wish that th this was in our, like, in our, the early episodes of our podcast where we went by scene oh by scene. Oh my god, that, this, that, it, we would need a three-parter to get through this yeah. thing. Like, it would not. And, and it would not, we would not have to stretch. No. At all. No. It would, it would very naturally, every fucking scene would need to take 30 minutes It would to be, the, the podcast would be so much longer than the movie itself. Like, it Oh would... my god. Oh. oh my god. Oh. We'll see, we'll see where this goes if yeah. we have, this is gonna be our, like, five hour episode. Oh my god. I... We'll either, uh, or we'll get into this and we'll be so bamboozled 
that we won't be able to talk about it for longer than an hour. Like, it, it's going to be one or the other. This is going to be a long one, or oh. it's going to be us struggling. <laughs> so we'll see. I will, we'll fucking see, because I've got seven pages of notes. Oh my god. <laughs> I have too many thoughts and feelings about this one. Hey, Christy, oh, do you want to try and fucking summarize this thing? Do you want yeah, to try let's... and tell the people what the hell this happened is about? happened good what happened what this this let's, let's, let's fucking do this let's fucking oh. join join me as i do my best to fucking christie's descent into madness it's this 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 movie that is somehow has has all the plot and no plot at the same this time fucking lovecraftian monstrosity <laughs> this eldritch <laughs> abomination of a of a joyful oh time. Oh my god. All right, god. let's go. All right, let's I already go. I Let's oh. go, folks. Oh, all right, let's get into the summary for Swan Princess 11. A fairy tale is born. Buy your tickets now. Be quick, my friends. They'll disappear in seconds. It's your the film begins and we open on a shot of a theater where we see that Uberta has begun a career singing as her alter ego, Madame Lacroix. Outside the theater, we see an unknown man arrive in a carriage and he pauses to take in the posters outside the theater. But hold that thought, because we're going back 30 years in the past! <laughs> we see the allegedly young Uberta... <laughs> who is living the life of a humble peasant woman with her husband, Maximilian. That all changes when the king, Uberta's distant relative, passes away and unexpectedly passes the crown onto Uberta. (laughs) Uberta and Maximilian are whisked away to a castle where Uberta is quickly tasked with learning what it takes to be a queen. During this, we see King William and his wife, Queen Aubrey, who fans will recognize as the future parents of Odette. The kindly Queen Aubrey quickly becomes a friend and mentor to Uberta. We are also introduced to the snooty Queen Wixom, who has dedicated herself to the care of purebred dogs. My course, of course, is dogs. But not just any mouse, you see. They must be important and perfectly purebred, like a My course are dogs born of royalty. Uberta, wanting to find a cause for herself, decides that she's also going to dedicate herself to the care of dogs. In her case, the unwanted mutts. <laughs> Meanwhile, Maximilian is tasked by Uberta to join the Council of Crowns, a council of kings and queens dedicated to resolving the issues of their various kingdoms. So while Maximilian is helping to end prejudice and poverty in the kingdom, Uberta ends up in a royal dick-waving contest with Queen Wixom. <laughs> when, Queen, when Queen Wixom finds out that Uberta has usurped her cause, she challenges Uberta to a dog show. I gleefully accept, and I apologize ahead of time for winning. <laughs> no apology necessary, <laughs> I'm sure. Are you? Stop writing me! I will. Good! Great! P.S. 
What is a dog show? Uberta now has to find a trainer for her dogs, and so she meets and recruits one Dr. Rogers, who begins getting the dogs in shape. So this is this is the dramatic origin story of of Lord Rogers. <laughs> Lord Rogers. Oh god. <laughs> so the dog show happens, um, and Uberta's team wins. Of course. <laughs> so that that was there, there we wrap that up. Okay. Next plot. That's a um, whole ass B plot for a while, and then it is fucking like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, whatever. While all that was going on, Maximilian comes across a struggling artist and hires him to paint Uberta's portrait. Uberta loves the resulting painting and tries to get Maximilian to pose for his own portrait, but he politely refuses. We then cut to <laughs> Uberta announcing her pregnancy to the kingdom. <laughs> Uh-huh. Everyone in the kingdom is happy, including King William and Queen Aubrey, who have sadly so far been unable to conceive their own child. We then skip over the birth of Derek, to where he's maybe already five years old. You know, it's unimportant. Just never mind. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yes, we, we see that, you know, it's very cute. Maximilian is teaching Derek how to shoot with the bow and arrow. Uh, and at this time, Uberta recruits Dr. Rogers to be Derek's tutor, and here she also bestows a lordship onto him. Yeah, so there you go. you're a lord now. Congrats. You know, if you ever wanted to know how Lord Rogers became a lord... Uh, question answer. He just, he just got the title given to him. Yeah. The, the end, the thrilling conclusion of that subplot. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Anyways. We then cut to... The Council of Kings, who are debating how to resolve a group of pirates who are threatening their ships and ports. The council is divided on how to handle the pirates, with Maximilian trying to convince the council to attempt a peace treaty. (laughs) I'm sure King Maximilian knows we don't make deals with pirates. Does he? What does a peasant's son know about this council's dealings? Yes, a peasant's son. Rest assured, King Edgar, I am well aware of the agreement of 02, the Treaty of 05, and the Compromise of 09. The pirates broke every one of them and never kept their word. Nevertheless, ah, here it comes. we must keep trying. The council decides to break for the evening and make a decision in the morning. Late that night, Maximilian's ship is spotted leaving the port. This is reported back to the council in the morning, who, after fending off an approaching pirate ship, set off on the water in search of Maximilian. Unfortunately, all they find are the remains of his ship and Maximilian's journal floating on the water, which reveals that Maximilian set off alone to try and reason with the pirates, and apparently was killed for it. I believe with all my soul that I can help the pirates see reason. I cannot wait for the council or risk them saying no. I see their ships approaching. He's dead. I, yeah, maybe. He's just gone. I, I guess. Yeah. I will the news is reported back to Uberta, and she and members of the council agree to keep Maximilian's journal private so that his error in judgment does not become public knowledge and tarnish his reputation. Uberta despairs, but eventually her grief is broken when she remembers Maximilian's encouraging words to her, and she resolves to become the Queen of Queens. Allegedly. Sort of. Sort sort of. It's just sort of a state of mind more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
We then cut to Queen Aubrey, who became pregnant off screen and has just given birth to Odette. Sadly, as King William presents Odette to the gathered crowd, Queen Aubrey passes away. Uberta encourages William, telling him that for the sake of their children and their kingdoms, they must keep moving forward. I am at sea, Bertie, and all alone. <laughs> oh, William, close your eyes and look again. We are in the same boat now, for the sake of our kingdoms and our children. We must keep rowing. We then cut to uh-huh. 30 years later. <laughs> uh, what a fucking mood would flash. Um, God. Yes, 30 years later, we rejoin Uberta as she finishes up her concert, still disguised as Madame Lacroix. Enthralled by the loving applause of the audience, Uberta decides that it's time for her to step down as queen so that she can indulge in her new career. Outside the theater is none other than Queen Wixom, who appears to speak to Madame Lacroix, telling her that she is her biggest fan. Wixom asks for Madame Lacroix to sign her arm in permanent ink, and Uberta obliges, using her real name to do so. Removing her disguise, Uberta bids Wixom farewell, leaving Wixom enraged and freshly tattooed. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. This is magic permanent ink. They aren't kidding. There's no fucking Sharpie. That's staying on forever. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Back at the castle, Uberta announces her retirement plans to the shocked Derek and Odette, who begrudgingly accept Uberta's insistence on having the biggest, most memorable coronation ever. Uberta even enlists Princess Elise and Lucas in on the occasion, and more importantly, she bestows the title of Prince onto Lucas. Because I guess that's just a thing you can do. Yeah, that's like, okay, cool. I mean, I thought, like, we established that, like, he doesn't need to be royalty to, like, feel like he deserves to be part of the royal family. But whatever, fuck it. He's a prince. He's a prince now. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. it. Anyway, don't worry about it. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Uberta begins trying to impart her wisdom onto Odette about what it takes to be a queen, but Odette isn't sure of Uberta's methods. Later that evening, Odette consults a portrait of her late mother, and much to her, and the audience's surprise, a vision of Queen Aubrey appears to Odette and convinces her to see the situation through another perspective. Hello, my darling. Mother. I may know something to help you. See another side of the story. The next day, Odette sees what her mother meant, as all the unconventional tactics Uberta used have borne fruit, and the entire castle is overjoyed with how the coronation is turning out. Meanwhile, after a failed attempt to remove her new tattoo, Queen Wixom receives an invitation to Derek and Odette's coronation. Still enraged over Uberta's deceit, Queen Wixom cooks up a scheme to make sure the coronation is memorable for all the wrong reasons. Queen Wixom adopts an entire kennel's worth of stray dogs, and she hides them on the castle ground so that when the coronation begins, the dogs begin to howl and interrupt the music. Her plan is almost immediately thwarted by the kennel owner who suspected Wixom was up to something, and instead shows up to get the dogs to howl in time with the music. <laughs> By the way, he was a character that I guess you were supposed to remember. Yeah, don't worry. It's, I mean, he's he he yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. In response, Wixom decides just to fuck shit up the old-fashioned way. <laughs> and interferes with the mechanics of the stage the coronation is taking place on. The stage collapses, and Uberta is in near tears over the resulting havoc. Odette then awkwardly addresses the crowd, beseeching them not to let this event leave a mark on Uberta's reign, spoken over a montage of clips from almost every other film in the Swan Princess series, even the traditionally animated ones. She has acquired the strength to stand tall and the courage to fight. She has the charm of laughter and the gift to lead and the humility to kneel. Yes, this moment is just a moment, but this life will shine forever. She is Uberta, the queen of queens. The crowd breaks into applause and the coronation proceeds. Derek and Adet are crowned king and queen, and the kingdom celebrates their new rulers. During the celebration, Uberta receives a visitor, the man from the very beginning of the film. It turns out this man is the same artist that painted Uberta's portrait, who has arrived with a matching portrait of King Maximilian that he painted from memory. As Derek and Odette emotionally gaze upon Maximilian's portrait, Rogers ushers the artist away, mentioning that Derek doesn't know anything about what happened to his father. With that, as Derek and Odette continue to look upon Maximilian's portrait, Swan Princess Eleven draws to a close with the words, To be continued, <laughs> emblazoned on the screen. All fairy tale endings need a start. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is, this is very summarizing is bringing back all the fucking emotion, oh. the bewilderment of watching it. I'm so. Oh. Wowzers. I, this was one I like. I've mentioned this before, but the summaries often sometimes make the film seem better than it is. <laughs> this is one where that is that is absolutely the case. Because I feel like it's not the same impact as it is these scenes just fucking being thrown at you by fucking Richard Rich himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Richard Rich is loading each one of these into a cannon and shooting them directly into your eyeballs. And yeah, well, just, just fucking fuck t-shirt you. bazooka. Just fucking, you know, in the same fucking movie, we're having these queens having a weird hissy fit over, like, you know, every... Having a weird like dick waving contest over their dogs. Well, also we get a scene about a woman and her husband dealing with infertility, um, a man dying after being murdered by pirates. Apparently, and then there's another woman dies and then dies in childbirth, like, and it's like, <laughs> and then there's also a funny scene at a restaurant where the the cook thinks that Uberta doesn't like his food because he's misreading the situation. And then yeah, then 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 all the scenes of people die. Uh, uh, the 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 tone shifts in this one. Holy crap! It it it's, it is enough to give you whiplash. Like, it it's just it is yeah. slapping you from both sides, one after the other. <laughs> I'm. It's oh my god. 
you're it's yeah yeah you're just you're you're in the middle of the gymnasium you've got richard rich on one side you've got you've got selden young on the other in his, in his swan princess suit and they're just fucking they're fucking slamming these dodgeballs at you oh my god oh i <laughs> okay. god where to begin i i'm gonna begin at the 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 initial impression i had when you showed yes. me the cover of this dvd because the cover is like on one side you've got odette and derek and the the animal companions and they're sort of in the background and then up front you've got uberta and king maximilian and the thing with king maximilian's design is that the man looks like he's uh just put himself back together after fucking in a closet yeah like he is disheveled yeah but that's like (laughs) he is unkempt he looks like his clothes are askew um constantly tatters yeah tatters in his clothes like he looks like he (laughs) he does not look and like they put all this emphasis on making sure Uberta looks like royal and and like her you know usual model, um, yeah. And then like the this man is falling apart. So I'm like, why is this man who's just like just been like he looks like a like why what is happening? Yeah. And then on the corner is the three fucking dogs. <laughs> Yeah, the dogs that are maybe in the movie for like fifteen minutes, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's here's my initial impression, um, and this is like this kind of like it it changed as we got more and more information about this fucking movie. Um, when we first got just like the teaser where they mentioned this movie was going to be produced, um. They announced it over shots of the original film where you see young Derek and young Odette. And of course, they're talking about how it's going to be a prequel. And uh-huh. the emphasis was on how um, this was this was going to show the events that led up to the story in the original film. And I figured that because the series had aged up Elise and Lucas, they were now going to go back to the days of young Derek and Odette as a way to get the kid characters back into the series. Yeah. Um, so that was my initial impression of the teaser. Like, oh, okay, like, we're going to see little Derek and Odette, and, and they're going to have their own little kid adventures or whatever. Um, the trailer was released, and the trailer is very much this movie, but even, like, just fucking... It's even faster. <laughs> like, the order of this... It's it's remarkable how much of the final movie they show in that fucking trailer and in the exact same order that the sequence of events is in the full fucking feature-like <laughs> film. Um, so, when I saw that, like, I was still, like, so fucking... I, like, like I, I guess I just held out the hope that this would be, like, an actual movie. Um, <laughs> like... Like a plot or whatever? Foolish. Yeah, like, you know, like, okay, so this is going to be centered on Uberta, I guess, but, like, she has this rivalry with this other queen, so, like, surely that's going to be the focus, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you see Wixom in the trailer, you see these things with the dogs, okay, there's going to be some bullshit with dogs, okay, cool, and, like, did not know how Derek's dad was going to fit into this at all, um... 
And then we, yeah, we get this fucking movie where <laughs> 50 minutes of this movie are dedicated to Uberta's backstory. And, and as mentioned in the summary, you have the barest fucking, I, I was going to say introduction. Introduction isn't the right word for it. Because it doesn't mm. introduce the backstory. It's just you get a scene in the present of the who we find out is the artist who he stops and he sees Uberta's uh, performances. I, I definitely thought it was Max back from the dead. Yes. Yes, I absolutely. definitely thought he had like he had like he was gonna show up and be like, I lost my memory out at sea and now I'm back. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> absolutely. that's yeah, yeah, this that's absolutely how I thought things were going to fucking go too. Um Oh god, I'm trying to think if, oh. if there's anything else I, before we move on to that. I guess yeah, just like I I thought this is gonna have be have an actual plot that would focus <laughs> on Uberta. Um, and yeah, we didn't get that. We really didn't. Um, but yes, Matt, let's talk about Max. Uh, his that that ending. We're jumping around. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, you gotta listen. We had to strap in for this film. You gotta strap in for this podcast because we got thoughts <laughs> yeah, and we're not stopping. Is, we gotta go. I, yeah, I fucking I had a pizza lunchable and a Seven Up before this episode, so I'm I'm fucking I'm full of beans. I I woke up and ate a bagel while I was watching this and haven't had a break. I'm just we gotta go. <laughs> We got well, this is this is the podcast equivalent of a tuck and roll outside a moving vehicle. God. Oh, but yes, I I one hundred percent I was freaking the fuck out at the end of this movie because I thought I was I thought for sure Max was coming back too. Yeah. Because yeah. the artist was such like a passing character that I had no like he did not even on my radar. As, oh, the artist is going to come back. Yeah, because I thought it was like, I thought he was mainly just there to be like, okay, we're showing how Max is a good dude who like wants to help people. And he brings, mm -hmm. he finds this like artist living in an alleyway and is like, can you come paint the queen? And he's like, hell yeah. And I thought that was going to be, and like the whole point of it was to show him being like, I don't want my portrait done, which would explain why there's all this fucking art of Uberta and none of of uh, yeah. Max. And I thought Max. that was the whole point. I thought that was it. <laughs> yeah. The, this is part of the thing with this film is that you don't know what scenes are important because seemingly every scene is important. But also, but many of them are not. But, but if, but <laughs> this is the, but that's the thing. It's like, what if they are? What if they and are? we just don't know it. What, what if this they are, is though? like, what if that yeah, scene about Lord Rogers putting on a dog uh, snood and uh, <laughs> painting his nose and intimidating a bulldog um, into giving him some raw meat is in fact an incredibly important plot point? I mean, it was how they got the dogs on their side for the fucking dog show. And like, there's just no way you could have achieved that otherwise. <laughs> oh, but God, yeah, oh, God. I was... I thought Max was for sure coming back at the end of this film. Yeah. Um, and, and part of that was because when they start that montage, that we very weird. <laughs> uh -huh. When Odette starts talking about, you know, Uberta's reign, there's a very weird tone that she does with it. It feels very like morose. Yeah. Um, like, like, like Uberta's about to fucking die. 
And like, yeah, it's like, do not remember her as this one fucked up event that she threw that got fucked up because I, I, I don't know, man. Um, remember her for all of the good. And it's like, she's not dead. Yeah. She's standing right there. Yeah, like, say it, like, add a little fucking happiness to your speech, Odette. Like, celebrate, Uberta, not, like, yeah. But as that montage was going on and you start to see clips from, like, well, almost every film in the Swan Princess (laughs) film, they kind of, they skipped over some of the the, the 2D sequels that nobody seems to give a shit about, um, us included. (laughs) We'll get there. um, We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but I, I dawned on me. I was like, oh my God, is this it? Is this the fucking end of the Swan Princess series? Cause I like, it, it clicked in my brain. Like this has to be why they're fucking doing this. Why we're getting this weird, like send off of, it's not just Uberta. It's the series itself. Isn't it? This, this series is coming to a they're fucking end. They're to a close. They're closing it. And so I was like. I, well, this might be the last movie and so i was thinking they're gonna bring max back and that's gonna be how this fucking series ends is that the last fucking five minutes Derek's dad who we only just fucking met <laughs> has been, is gonna come back oh. um so imagine my relief when we saw that fucking to be oh continued message uh. although brie i have i do have to say it has been confirmed that this is the second to last <gasps> Swan Princess movie. They've confirmed yeah. this? It has been confirmed. I it's been on the um on the Sony Pictures website and also on the Swan Princess YouTube channel. They have said that this is the last the, the, the next movie is going to be an ultimate Swan Princess episode or movie. It, yes. It is. It is. It's this I I don't know what to do. Oh my god. I Oh my god. I don't yeah, it's just I don't know what to do with myself. Oh I really don't. It it kind of explains a lot of the shit with this movie though, because they must have they knew that they are running out of movies. And so I think they maybe had a checklist of things they wanted to do or explain. Um, so like showing us Derek and Odette's uh, missing parents or unseen parents. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, we joked about Lord Rogers's origin story, but you also like see how the cook for so- like I don't know for some reason they felt we needed to see how the cook became Hubert's cook. I guess, yeah. I I just assumed she hired him. Yeah, I don't like, know why don't... we. Also, um, no one ages for 30 oh, no. years. Don't worry about no. it. No one, no one ages. No one ages except years. the painter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I guess Derek and, and, and Odette. Yeah. No one else. Um, but just to, just to finish the thought, but yeah, yeah it's sorry. just this. No, all good. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, like, it, it, it felt like. Okay, so now now knowing that this is like we're this is the second to last movie in the series, I, I, I guess they just wanted to cram in as fucking much as they could. Yeah, they wanted to just um, answer every every possible question that people may yeah. have. Every 
every character, every major character that people might have some attachment to, we make sure they get like a little bit of airtime. Except the fucking Scullions, actually. I don't know why they. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Those probably the most Where'd beloved they go? characters. They're supposed they're, to be security at the castle. Where'd they go? Maybe they quit. That's fair. You know what? <laughs> like fuck. Fuck it. They were. They were. It's out. just. It's wild though because we even get to see Bromley. Yeah. As a, I can't as believe Bromley made an appearance. <laughs> they took the time to to model and rig and design young Bromley. Yeah, young Bromley. They, as you said, they couldn't be fucking asked to age any of the other characters down, but they did take time to to make a little baby Bromley that shows up for literally like. Five seconds. Yeah, like a like no time, no time. I ah, this film is just bewildering. Oh my god, I took too many notes. I think I'm like scrolling up through all the shit. Ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know why no one looks their age. It's so, it's so distracting to me because it's just like without the title cards, you would have no idea when this film takes place no. because it's not obvious no and it feels like i you know i don't want to act like this is just like a simple like easy thing to do because i'm sure there's a lot more to it than just changing like hair color or changing you know the texture on uberta to not have like drawn on wrinkles but like i feel like i f- i feel like no it would have been <laughs> no, you could just do that. You absolutely yeah. could just do that. And it would have helped. It would have yeah. been more than nothing at all. Just fucking something to just Yeah, like it's just so bizarre. Everybody like cuz some of these characters in the present timeline, like they look substantially older. Like they have gray hair. Um we see King Sebastian is on the King Sebastian is immortal. He's yeah, he's fucking ancient. He looks old in the present time and he also looks old. You go you go 30, 30 years, years ago. ago and he's the same. Like he has not aged. He is immortal and undying. King Sebastian yeah. is eternal apparently. The man yeah. or he has looked 110 years old since he was, you know. Yeah, like it's a Christopher Lloyd thing where he just always looked like an old man. always looked like an old man. Oh my god. It's just, it's just bizarre. Um, Like, just like give, and I think they, they like, they maybe tried to give Uberta slightly darker hair in the beginning. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I don't, like, some shots, it, I can't tell if it's just that or if it's just the lighting. It's, just give her, just give her fucking darker hair. Come on. Just darken her hair. That's all. Like, assuming that, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'll have to look it up because I, I, I forget if Uberta has ever been given a defined age. Oh, I think this is something we, one of, um. One of our, our followers on Twitter uh, a while back, they there is a novelization of the first oh, yes. Princess movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I wonder if it's in that. I feel like I feel like she might have 
I'll have to I'll have to follow it up because maybe yeah, maybe they, we they, get they a very kindly of... gave like a whole summary of the novelization. Um, but I didn't save mm-hmm. it to hand. Shoot. Yeah. Okay, I found it. it's from so uh, Ashley Lauderante. I hope I'm pronouncing that at least somewhat close. Um, yeah, so she she posted uh, like a summary of the novelization. I'm not seeing so far. <laughs> Ages. Um, apparently, they're they're saying that King William was sixty when Odette was born. Oh. Um, I'm not seeing Uberta's age so far, but that I don't know. Oh my god. I mean, he looks old when yeah. I mean, Odette he, is born. He's, one, he's he is another unaging, unaging immortal who like yeah is the same age until Odette's an adult, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but then I don't know. Like, does is everyone sixty then? But then that would mean that everyone would be ninety in when they when they flash thirty years in the fucking future. Yeah. So I mean, then that means if he was sixty. Then he would have been, yeah, he would have been 90 when the first Swan Princess happened-ish. Depending on, no, because there's been time between the first Swan Princess and this, because now Elise is a teenager. Uh, (laughs) This is, oh my god. Oh no, the timeline. (laughs) Oh, the timeline. We're gonna have to fucking get some graph paper and chart this shit out. But yes, I, I guess the at, at least so far, uh, Ashley, if you're listening to this, if you recall, if anywhere in that book they mentioned Uberta's age, uh, please like let us know on Twitter. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, it's because wait, go, go ahead, because like that means that Derek and Odette are about mm-hmm. not uh, thirty years old, ish, or younger. I think so. Yeah. Um, if Elise is what you put her about sixteen. Yeah, I think, I feel like they mentioned her turning 16 or somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, so like, yeah, because that was the whole, her big sweet 16 was the the the, com- the, the singing competition, right? Yeah, that what that I think was? so. Okay. I think that was it. Um, that means, because she was maybe 10 when they adopted her-ish. Yeah. Maybe put her at 10-ish. So that would have been... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is... I remember just picturing that meme where the lady looks... Yeah, that's confused. that's me right now. Just yeah. math floating around my head. <laughs> anyway. It's just... The, the short of it is... Nobody looks their age, and it just makes for very it 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 it's it confusing adds, storytelling. As to the confusion of this film, because instead yeah. of like instead of just like your brain being able to just like relax and just make assumptions <laughs> that oh yeah these are the young you know everybody's younger like this is happening it's just like just again just fucking being bombarded and you're just like overthinking everything just to try and fucking process. <laughs> What the fuck is happening to this movie? Because <laughs> it's like, and like, all in all, these are not, you know, big, important problems to be solved. But it's just, it's among the mire of, like, absolute bafflement that you feel watching this film. <laughs> it's, it is. It's just, 
again, like, I feel like we could go through this scene by scene and there would be so much to fucking comment on. Like, just like, oh, God. Even in the summer, you mentioned there's like, King Maximilian tries to deal with the pirate situation. Before that, he has to deal with like, they're like, these group of kings and a bunch of like bandits are stealing from farmers and they're like, we should build more jails and throw them in jails. And he's like, what if we don't, what if we just like talk to both parties and get like the farmers to hire the bandits and then they won't have to steal anymore. And they're like, that's yeah. preposterous. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. And that's just like, I don't even remember where I was going with this point, but it's like, <laughs> It's just a whole other subplot that happens. And then it's like, yeah, Max being like, oh, I used to be like a peasant because I, I I'm just a normal man. We're well, just, and like, we're just normal men. It, <laughs> we're just, just innocent, innocent men. men. <laughs> oh, God. We've lost it. I've lost it. This, I've got, uh, fucking, oh. I know. I don't even. I, I I can barely remember what we've already talked about. Oh my God. I feel like I'm in. I'm in a fucking fugue state. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just operating on this muscle memory. Swan of, Princess of Eleven fever dream we're in. Yeah. God. Oh, oh fuck. On the note of like that that whole subplot with Max, he ends up like he just goes. And he just talks to like uh, some of some of these the 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 bandits and then a farm owner, and he basically just gets them to agree to like be nice to each other. Yeah. Um, it's like wild to see Max like doing this shit. Meanwhile, his wife, who is actually like, <laughs> you know, Max is more like. I mean, they're both, they're both technically peasants. Like, Yuberta and Max were just living a normal-ass life before, like, the king decided yeah. to pass his crown to, like, a distant, distant relative. Yeah. But, like, it's just, it's it's still, it's just baffling that Yuberta is, like, intended to be the the actual heir. Like, like Max would be the prince consort, yeah. officially. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but... He's the one actually doing the kingdom shit, and Uberta is just like, I'm gonna go have I a dog show. Need to have, I need to adopt some dogs and and whatever. And you're like, it, why? What is this? Why are, what is this subplot for? Is it to I, just? Is it the only way they could think to have like this stuck up queen uh, have like beef with Uberta? Because like. There's other ways you could have done that without a dog show. It is just, it's just so, it's so low stakes that it's just, like, I think what they were trying to do, like, they wanted us to show all of the good that Uberta has done throughout her reign and, like, how she's, you know, she's gone through all these trials and tribulations, but she's always come out on top. And it's like, okay, like, that's a good idea, but you're doing that by showing her having a dog show some fucking 30 years ago yeah like what if you were trying to if you're trying to make that point why didn't you make her the one that wants to do all this stuff in the council and then that would have put her at odds with that lady and then you wouldn't have to do the whole big dog show thing i i have like three different rewrites for this film (laughs) and that like that's kind of 
one of them or you like just having um like have it like have max already be dead or missing or whatever you want to do by the time uberta becomes queen so she she already has derek um have it so that the council is only composed of kings and so uberta without a husband they're like oh well no well i guess you just can't join um but of course, Uberta, she's not gonna take that fucking shit. So she would, she would like insist that she's on the council, and like you could have a whole thing where like she shows, like I am gonna run this fucking kingdom myself, and I'm gonna do good, even if you chuckleheads don't want to support me. Like right there, like that would be like a a good way to show that you like why people love Uberta, that she's the one going out there, and like. You know, she has a different perspective on the world, and, and her her methods may seem unorthodox, but they get results, you know? Yeah, and, like, she understands people and how they work. Yeah. Because that's what and, they try and, to show later, when she's, like, yeah. going around vaguely manipulating all of the, all of the castle <laughs> staff. Yeah, fuck. Like benignly, but still, she's like my 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 superpower as a as a ruler is manipulation. And it's like, yeah, sure, that makes it's sense a- historically. Weird to put that in like a children's film, but all right, yeah, it's okay. a little fucked up when you think of it because it is very much it's her going like I can't like solve this shit directly, but like I'm really good at making people solve this shit themselves. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, that's like. I could see a need for that, but it's also not really like it's very much like a like a how you would write a queen or something like that, like a political figure in an actual like historical novel where they are under the pressure of like societal things, blah de blah de blah. It's you know it's a it's, it's a so- solid basis for like a a good character in that sort of setting in this it just doesn't make sense it's like why don't just i uh, huh yeah why are you like this is this is the series where derek and odette in previous films were like literally out there like with their own hands building bridges for these fucking peasants (laughs) (sighs) Uh. i i gotta say that the idea that uberta started her life off, uh, life off as a peasant feels very wrong to me. Yeah, oh yeah. It does not fit at all. I, yeah, like, just her personality, like, she does not strike me as being a person who ever fucking toiled a day in her goddamn life. No, god no. So th- this was, like, part of, like, my other alternative rewrite, is, like, you have... You know, Uberta is the second-born princess of the kingdom, and have Wixom be her older sister. Ooh. You know, and like Wixom is like a a big jerk, and so much of a jerk that Uberta decides, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm going to go live with this hunky peasant guy. I love him. I'm just gonna like give up the princess life and try and like be happy as a peasant. Whatever. Um. <laughs> so like you. You, you you could have her with Max. You could still have that dynamic of, like, you know, he's a peasant. Um, I, I think it would be kind of cute if, like, they had Derek while they were living as peasants. Because Derek is very outdoorsy and non, like, not a, like, traditional prince. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would make sense to me if he, like, started off his life, like, he spent the first few years of his life living with his parents in, like, some small village in the woods. And that's where he gets a lot of his you know, 
his un his outdoorsiness and his love like all that comes from um and then and then you know Wixom ends up she's so much of a jerk that Uberta's dad decides ah, I'm gonna give the 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 crown and the kingdom to Uberta you suck Wixom <laughs> whatever and that would give her legitimate beef. Yeah, yeah, like, it, like right there, like, you don't need to waste this time with the dog show shit, which, like, it doesn't even fucking matter for, like, like, when Wixom, when Wixom comes back at the end. There's no dogs. I mean, there's, there's no, dogs, but, like, there, it, it doesn't matter. The beef is reignited because Uberta revealed that she just permanently fucking tattooed Queen Wixom's name without or Queen her name on Queen Wixom's arm without her consent. Yeah, which like fucked up. This <laughs> is a this a dick move, Uberta. Yeah, it's, what the fuck? It's again, it's like another another thing like in this film where they want us to like like Uberta and under you know think of her as this nice and good queen. Her having this thirty year grudge against a woman who she already like proved wrong. Yeah, like what. <laughs> it just makes her look very vindictive yeah. and i'm kind of on wixom's side to be honest when she's like this fucking bitch just tattooed me yeah like what the fuck <laughs> like they I, i'm so <laughs> do you want to hear my other rewrite uh-huh keep going <laughs> i just like just to get them all fucking out into yeah the go open. for it okay so i guess just to say the the last 30 minutes of this movie, <laughs> uh-huh. that should have been the fucking movie. That's where we start off with, we see Uberta um, decide to retire, and then she just, you know, she's going to make the coronation, and then, and then Wixom tries to ruin it, blah, blah, blah. That should have been the whole fucking movie. That's the actual plot where things happen, <laughs> and like... You could set up characters and motivations and it would all like be this nice, tight little plot. You know, like just have, have, have all that. Have you to decide to retire. And as she's starting to prepare for Derek and Odette's coronation, you could have her bring up Wixom. Like maybe she go, she's going through her things and she finds the dog show. Like she's like a painting of Uberta winning and you get a flashback and you see, you know, Uberta and oh, like the, the bullshit that I did. You don't even need to have a flashback though, to be honest. You could just like fucking show paintings of Wixom looking pissed off probably. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. But, but like... Have Uberta, because Uberta, you know, this happened 30 years ago, and we're trying to show that Uberta's a nice person and has moved on. Uberta decides she's going to try and bury the hatchet as part of her, you know, ending her reign. So she invites Wixom to the coronation. And, oh, it turns out Wixom actually, yeah, she's totally, she totally wants to apologize, and she wants to make amends too, and she wants to help Uberta with the coronation. Oh, oh, that's so nice of Queen Wixom. Uh Oh, okay. Oh, that's, oh, but then, of course, it fucking turns out uh-huh. Queen Wixom is still pissed off and she's going to, like, you know, maybe she arrives to the coronation a few days early and she's going to actually secretly fuck stuff up <gasps> to try and make it the worst coronation ever. You know? And, like, yeah, <laughs> there you go. You said it's everything this movie should have fucking been. You could still, like... I don't know. But maybe then you, you wouldn't have all of way. the Max stuff, which I assume is like going to be the well, big thing that happens in the next film. Is that yeah. we're we're talking about how it's like, oh, Max is like 
we thought Max was coming back at the end of this one. I will put money on the fact that Max shows oh. back up in the next one. Like it's a to be continued and he's going to be back. One, one hundred fucking percent for sure. I just, I think like, I think you would still make it work in that you could just have like the journal that Max left behind. Maybe as they're going through Hubertus things, you know, like the, the, like she finds the, the thing, the portrait of Queen Wixom, but then they also find Maximilian's journal. And that's when like, you can start setting up the, what happened to Derek's dad? Um, sure. But yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Let, fair let, enough. Let, let's like get in, let's get into the predictions for the next film though. Oh, okay. Because I, <laughs> I do want to fucking, I, I hundred agree. I a hundred percent agree. I think, I think Max probably is coming back. Which is terrible news for my ship. Um, (laughs) Your ship is going to sink like Max's ship. Yeah. It's going to go down. Right right now, my ship is on the rocks. You know, we don't quite know yet if it's officially sunk, but it's taken on water. You know, things are looking good for for the Rogers Uberta ship. (laughs) But yeah, it's got to be... Like the way they end this film with them looking up at his at his portrait and them talking about like Derek doesn't know what happened to his dad. Ooh, it's like it's gotta be. You know, what else could you fucking do? I especially because it's the last film, like I don't think they would end it on a downer, like they just confirm that he's dead. No, yeah, he's definitely coming back. And I I genuinely don't know what the plot's going to be, though, because it's like, or maybe they have to save his dad. Maybe he's out yeah. there still and he's with the pirates and they have to go save him as as the, and then, I don't fucking know. I I feel like it might be, I, of course, I'm like fucking, I, I'm like that guy with like one of those like, those maps with all the string and shit. Oh, you're I'm, Pepe like, Sylvieing these... right now. Y- yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. got all these connections because <laughs> I think it might be like some some bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Max has amnesia, and maybe he's now the pirate king. <gasps> you know, he's been out there with the pirates for the last thirty fucking years, and they're gonna find him, and he's not gonna remember that he's Derek's dad. It's gonna be this oh. big like ooh. Um. So there's like that. Um, it might just be that he's legit just been in prison for fucking 30 years, which would be just very fucking sad. Oh, that would be really sad. I'm also wondering, though, if it's gonna, if we're gonna find out that, because there are two members of the Council of the Crown that were, like, the kind of, like, jerk ones. Yeah, I was assuming that it was going to be revealed that they were the ones that got rid of of Max. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, like, we don't know for sure that Max was on that boat. We just True. know that it was his boat True. and his journal was on the boat. Someone could have planted it. Yeah, because his journal was like placed on a bit of wood that just like kind of drifted into, yeah. you know, arm's reach. And like um, was very, had a very suspicious last entry where it was like, I'm going to go against the council's wishes and, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So like, uh, it's definitely a setup, right? It, that's what it, that's what it feels like yeah. for sure. Whether whether it's just a setup for the next like for his pirate adventure or a setup for those assholes having done something to him. That yeah, I'm on the fence. Um, I think it's like like there's just a been there were a few scenes 
in this movie that I can't, I don't know if they mean anything or if I'm reading too much into them, but there was like a shot of those two dudes. They were like whispering to each other and you couldn't hear what they said. They were just like, you just hear like Max's name every so often. Um, and they also have such specific designs, which that's usually a tell in these movies yeah, that, they're, that they, they're coming back. They're they're the bad guys and they're coming back, or they're important somehow to the plot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah almost certainly. I don't know if this, again, I don't know if this means anything, because every scene in this movie felt both important and unimportant. <laughs> yeah, maybe they have nothing to do with anything. Maybe yeah. they were just there to be antagonists for that little bit. Yeah, there, there's also like a scene though where Max is complimenting another king on his cannons, and like they're just like talking about them. I and, think like, that was just to set up the fact that they have cannons so that they could use I, the cannons <laughs> later on the ship in the port. Like, do we, but do we need to know that? Why would we? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I could, this movie puts a lot of things in that we don't need to know or or do. Or what? But that's this is like the Peppy Sylvia thing. Where <laughs> like, these, do these cannons mean anything? Does this like or, or like that? Because like that one king, I think his name was King Ivan. Like first off, yeah. he gets a name, so like he feels kind of important. But like he was one of the nice ones, yeah. which made me very suspicious. It's like oh he, but is he too nice? Oh. You know who got unique designs? Sorry, this is a segue. You know what I'm doing. I'm watching it in the background. You know who got unique designs that I don't think are coming back, but should? The tattoo artist (laughs) and the guy in his tattoo shop. Maybe they come back. I hope they come back. Because that, like, yeah, because Wixom goes to, like, this, like, shady dock area. Because, like, she, she tries to see if she could get the tattoo removed. Um... And there's just these two guys in there that, yeah, one guy's getting tattooed. The other guy just, like, crosses out Uberta's name on Queen Wixom's arm. Which is like, that's pretty good. I like that. That's pretty funny. But he's got, like, Um, a whole, like, a giant, like, a a thing on his eye that, like, magnifies it. It looks really, it's just, I want those guys to come back. Yeah. I kind of liked, um, Wixom also has, like, this little, like, servant boy that, like- Who doesn't (laughs) age also. He's been a little servant boy for 30 years. Maybe it's his son. Maybe he just has, like, a a son that looks exactly Exactly like him. Exactly the same. But I just like this little kid because at the end of the movie, when, um, Wixom goes to fuck up the mechanics of the stage- this little kid just, like, comes with her. Yeah. And when Odette's animal friends try and stop Wixom, she uses, like, the little kid as, like, uh, basically just, like, takes him and just, like, whips him at them to try and like, knock them away. Yeah, like, there's just... He's just a little, like... He's just her little, like... Pet that she can, like, kick around. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's very mysterious. Who this child is. <laughs> God. This immortal baby. This this wee bab. Hey, Christy, uh, did you notice the yeah. subplot with the two servants that are falling in love in the background? Yeah, I'm so glad that we, we took vital time out of this movie's incredibly fast pace to see these two <laughs> random-ass servants make kissy faces at each other. <laughs> I was like, 
I, are they? They don't have names. Don't fucking worry about it. They're, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I, it's important, you know, that they have their I, own rich lives and they're falling in love behind the scenes. It's just, it's so bizarre. And it's like, like I, I mentioned earlier, the idea of like them going through a checklist of all the things they wanted to do, cover in this movie. Did somebody like on... Uh, like at the studio, did they like really want to see these two like get paired together? Like, was this? Yeah, maybe that was their 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 OTP? every everyone on the on the like executive producers or whatever. They were like, we have everyone put your suggestions in the box mm-hmm. of what we should put in the final films, and uh, we'll do our best to put them all in there. And one person was just like, I want a random subplot about uh, some a maid and a butler falling in love. Yeah. Just in the background somewhere. And they're like, okay, we'll do that. Not why, like, not, sh- not sure. what that adds to the rest of the story. Just, it's mm-hmm. just there now. Don't worry. It's yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. just, <sighs> and I mean, like, it's just, I don't like, I don't mind stuff like that in a movie. Normally it would, it could be like a very cute little side thing or like a little background thing. But in this movie's pace, it's like, please, please, for the love of God. Why are we taking the time to look at this? Why does this matter in this shot? Yeah. It's, it's just like, you're running a marathon and like, why, why, when this movie is moving so fast, are we inserting things into it to make it feel even like faster or even like worse paced? Like, let's, let's remove some of the shit. Like, why? I don't, I, don't know. It's sure. Maybe it's nice to finally get the reveal of Odette's mom, but like, she didn't really contribute much to this film. No, and so, like, what was she a ghost? Was she a hallucination at the end? There. Sorry, I was I, thinking about the yeah the the reveal of the mom and the, yeah, the, yeah. in the in the past. I guess that makes sense. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't matter. But like, fine. But like, when she shows up and Odette sings a song, um, and she her mom ghost shows up in the mirror and like yeah. sings a song with her and. And she's like, hi, mom. And you're like, huh? Yeah. Ghosts are real. Scully is a ghost. Yes. We don't know yeah, where yeah, he yeah. is, but ghosts exist. There was a whole subplot about the ghost realm and being able to handle ghost objects. Ghosts are real. So was that her mom? Is her mom a ghost? I think, I think it was because at the end of the film, when they're regarding uh, Maximilian's portrait, Odette makes a comment about how both their parents came back to them. I guess, so, but I feel like so it would like, have been a bigger deal if your go- the uh, ghost of your mother you never yeah. got to meet showed up. Yeah, but instead she just it? sings a little, like she sings half of a song with her, and then her mom goes away, and it's like, huh, huh. Well, and that's out of all the shit that's happened in Odette's life, this is where her mom fucking shows up yeah. in ghost form <laughs> to give her comfort. I couldn't come visit you, daughter, until they made my 3D model. Yeah! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, just, why? I, just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I really don't think she needed to be in this movie. Again, I feel like you could have set this movie, like, just have it just be in the present. 
Just have the last 30 minutes of the movie. That's your fucking movie. That's the movie I wanted to see. I don't need the Swan Princess Extended Universe where I find out, you know. The S-B-E-U. Yeah, Jesus. Like, I don't need to know that, like, Uberta hired Rogers to be Derek's tutor. I, I kind I get of that. assumed that. Yeah, that's I that's figured. how it is. Yeah, like, we, we figured <laughs> I, that out. You know, I didn't need to be shown that explicitly. I don't think I really gained anything from it other than I... Other than I'm not sure, I'm not sure if we knew his name, Balthazar. Balthazar. Yeah, I forget if they've mentioned that in previous films. I have films. no idea. I, uh, oh. uh, just this film. I'm just oh god. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand so much. Uh, oh my god. Uh, what haven't we talked about? Um, the whole setting for the coronation is wild because they definitely just like phase shit through like yeah they phase geometry through it, uh, other geometry and that's it like yeah yeah <laughs> it's so funny they to just, me as like a 3d animator just watching this happen and i'm like oh my god <laughs> they yeah they have they oh. so to set the scene they basically have the coronation. Everybody is sitting out on the castle grounds in, like, just a grassy area in seats. And, like, people start commenting on how, oh, like, what kind of coronation is this? There's no, like, thrones or anything. It's just a, it's just a grassy field. And somehow, I don't know how they, they tend us to believe this shit in-universe. Because Uberta gets Lord Rogers to engineer... The, the the stage coming rising out of the ground but yeah as Brie mentioned it's literally just it's just clipping through the ground yeah it's There's just two no, pieces like, of geometry that clip through the ground um yeah like there's no they didn't bother to build anything in the the, the set to like open up to let that yeah. come up it's just like the grassy field and then like an expanding air quotes ring of light that just sort of, yeah. and then like it just sort of comes up from the ground geometry. Fuck you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah just fuck it. And, yeah. and it's just like how like you expect me to believe that Lord <laughs> Rogers fucking did I all mean, this shit. He also made ghost technology. So you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. Swan Princess, like, baby. Let's go. I guess. Go. See, but like the ghost technology. As ludicrous as that fucking seems, he also, like, you, you, I can assume that he took some time to figure that out. The time between Uberta deciding to retire and this coronation, because of the fast pace, it feels like it's over fucking night. Yeah, and so it's, it's like, like to, tomorrow. It's like, how did, how did Rogers, like, how did he fucking dig up all of the fucking grass and, like, put these mechanics underneath and he replaced the grass. Like, it's just... Maybe he finally <laughs> used... Maybe they were using magic. Maybe it was also magic. I, I was just gonna say, this is, once again, this fucking series' refusal to just use magic to explain this shit. <laughs> but then I guess if you use magic, you couldn't have Wixom then go and fuck it all up for them. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Even though, like, it's... Uh, I don't... It's just... It's bullshit. It's have, the Swan Princess films have these... Have so many little sequences 
That mm-hmm. feels so bizarre to me. And I'm sorry, yeah. I'm I'm tangenting slightly again because of just the way I'm watching this film in the background and things keep occurring to me that like I that have occurred to me for many of these films, but they have so many little specific moments that they set up that don't really do anything but are little busy work things for characters to do in shots, but they don't add anything. It's so strange because like. There's one shot where Wixom and uh, where Wixom gets like the invitation to the coronation and she starts ripping it up and like you could have her just rip it up. Then she rips up those ripped up pieces and then she rips up them again and it gets to the Mm -hmm. point where, you know, when you're ripping up paper and you make a stack of it and it gets too hard to rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they make a whole couple of shots about the like the fact that she tries to rip it she tries too hard she falls down she can't rip it she reaches up she grabs some scissors she cuts them up and then she throws it like confetti it's such an extra little bit of busy work that doesn't matter barely makes sense and i don't know why it's there and it's i feel like these movies are just full of that yeah yeah it's like there's like another little bit towards the end of like the coronation and and i don't know i I, it's it's as they're like coming up to the stage some stairs appear yeah but instead of instead of them just climbing the stairs they are actually like three steps that are motorized like a little escalator so that uberta just like like get steps on them let's get deposited onto the stage and i don't know if it was meant to be a funny thing or if it was like if it was a, oh, fuck, it's too hard to animate her going upstairs. Just fucking, <laughs> <laughs> just let it, like, let's just put it in a magic escalator. Here's, so, I just had a thought. Yeah. One of the things, as an animator, that you end up hating to hear, um, not just, not because of what it is, but because it's usually said under, like, there's a deadline and you're trying to get everything done um and you're you're just you're doing your fucking best um but the phrase you hate to hear they'll look at you and say wouldn't it be cool if and that phrase will send a shudder down the spine of most animators mm-hmm. that i know um so, yeah. because it means they had an idea and they think it would be really cool if this happened. And like to them, they said, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? And you're like, yeah, it would be. And they don't take a second to think, why would it happen? Or how much time is it going to take? Yeah. And it just, I can see that everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, is that films. how they they wrote the script for this one? Wouldn't maybe? it be cool if the 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 uh, the stairs just turned into a little a little escalator? Yeah, yeah, I guess it would, but it would mean modeling and rigging that to work. Yeah, but it would be really <laughs> cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's it's, to- it's totally worth it for like half a second of a shot where you yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, I I and. I shouldn't speak for all animators, but I'm speaking for for me right now. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make you cut this out later. Uh, okay. 
but like it's always it's always a tricky thing to hear yeah wouldn't it be cool if because a lot of the time you agree it would be cool yes but like also sometimes people don't consider the time or the need or the the money or whatever you know no and that's and that's like a good point to emphasize is that that wouldn't it be cool is a lot of times yes yes it would be really cool yeah absolutely Uh, i wish i could do that but you have um i there's three days left to finish the film like yeah (laughs) what do you want from me (laughs) yeah and i especially i have to imagine for swan princess 11 I I can't imagine that they have a ton of money left in the, uh, <laughs> you know, just knowing that things are winding down, they are probably going to, they have to start being careful about, like, what are we actually going to spend time and money on, you know? Um, and, and, and I don't know, maybe that's what ended up, maybe that's some of the weirdness of this film, is, like, we're, we're sitting here, like, talking about how, like, wow, this structure is, like, real, like, real fucking weird, um, maybe like poor Richard Rich is sitting in a room somewhere and he's thinking, "Oh my god, how are we I gonna fit all this shit in? I oh, wish god. we could have fixed this. Oh, I wish we could have redone this or rearranged this, re-edited this, but we fucking can't because we don't have it in the budget." And yeah. I just want, you know, they might be saving all of their brain power and all of their best, um, best stuff for the the finale of the series True. which i can't really fault them for that if that's what they're doing yeah. um i'm i'm i am so eager and curious as much as we're like as much as this movie has driven us us both to insanity <laughs> um yes i am i am so excited for the for the for the final swan princess film i can't wait to see what the hell they do yeah i yeah i'm i'm so i just need to know now like is my ship is my ship sunk it's sunk i just it is sunk christy like literally in the last fucking film we had that nice little moment between uberta's uberta and lord rogers and now they're fucking taking it away from me i'm sorry christy (laughs) how dare they (laughs) that that's why they introduced those cannons to sink your ship (gasps) in particular no the cannon is sinking my ship (laughs) (laughs) oh my god God, i was saying like i do like i do like max i i understand why you berta married him because he seems like a good dude yeah he's a good man it was cute that we we saw the whole um shoot the shooting game that he and Derek play. That was the big thing in the first movie. Yeah. That's how Derek defeated. You know, that's cute. He learned that from his dad. Yeah, like you said, he kind of like is he dresses himself very disheveled. I have the DVD in front of me here. He looked. My first I, impression was that that man just got finished getting, like, yeah. at least making out in a closet somewhere. Like, you, you know what it is? The outfit, this is the outfit that he would wear after being released from prison in 30 years. <gasps> they didn't want to have to make a new model. They're that just going to tatter the end of that cloak. That's all. That, that'd be so fucking hilarious if that, oh my God. that's what it ends up being. Holy shit. 
<laughs> we'll see. Time will tell. Oh my god. If... I assume they are probably they've already started working on the next film, so maybe next year this time we'll have the grand conclusion to the Swan Princess series. Oh man. I can't wait. I don't know what like what it just feels so wrong. I knew this day would come, but I just I also <laughs> didn't want it all the same. I mean, it hasn't come yet. We we don't know when it'll when it will be. Watch they drop it suddenly like next month. I I honestly like I went to their YouTube channel to like see if there was any like no note about the release date. And that's that's how I got the confirmation of that this was the second to last one. Um I just I I just want it I just want it now. I wish that they had released it as like a double feature. Cause it's like just like the fucking mystery of like I'm so invested. Like how could they do this to me? Just, just, <laughs> as terrible, like you said, as terrible as this movie was, I'm so fucking invested in these in, the, in this series. Oh. oh my god, man! But it's it's sad because it's like it's like I'm I'm gonna get introspective learn a little bit about this. I'll save a bit for the actual finale, but like I these movies. I have been a just like a big highlight of my movie nights that anytime I had one, it was always a magical time when people saw there was a new Swan Princess movie on the docket because yeah. we knew these like the Swan Princess movies were a good time. Yeah, like that. I will be it'll be sad when when there's no more to look forward to. Yeah, like it's just. I hope like somebody somebody somewhere out there fills in the void that will be oh. left in my heart. They're so they're so unique in in sort yeah. of the bad princess movie or just any like just the, they're so Yeah. Yeah, I like, think there's nothing else quite like this series. No, and I think a big part of it is that for as many things as they did wrong, there were always these glimmers of goodness or good ideas. And it's almost like I, like, I would watch them with the hope that one day, like, they're going to get a good one out. They're going to, like, do a really, <laughs> really fucking solid you from never start know. to finish film. Look, Swan, the, Swan Princess 12, rounding out the dozen. It's going to yeah. be a banger. It's going to be the best. Imagine if it was, though. Wouldn't that be, like... Oh, I, both, I, like, oh yes. It'd be the saddest and yet most triumphant thing if they were like, we're going to fucking wow them, and they, like, it's the most amazing finale ever, and it just leaves you wanting more. We are going to knock this shit out of the park. Let's go, Richard Rich! Let's fucking go! We believe Richard in you, we can't wait! <laughs> Richard Ridge, but our email is open if you want us to be script doctors. <laughs> we're, we, we're gonna lose our chance if oh. like we're, <laughs> our ability to to rewrite one of the songs. <laughs> the door is closing. Listen, I as much as we joke about that, I don't think I could take that responsibility. Like, I don't think I could write a Swan Princess. Like, if if we came in 
to adjust the, the, <laughs> the script and the plot of a Swan Princess film, it would lose something, I think, because we yeah. would come in and be like, let's let's be logical and let's like really tighten up this plot and all this sort of stuff. It would lose that magic. Yeah. It would it would no. we I don't I don't I know I couldn't do it. I think I would not have the <laughs> I couldn't do it. It wouldn't be the in, same. In a perfect world, we would have both. We would have like y- like the original movies, and then we would have the Christian Brie cut. <laughs> where we'd be like, you know, we're it's it'd be yeah, like yeah. re-edit it or like do or like the re- you know the recobbled cut. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. It's like we do that, so like we like you know maybe there's like some stuff that we keep, but then we have to like re we have to like animate or storyboard shit ourselves. <laughs> Uh, oh my god uh i keep like picking up the dvd and just like holding it just to i just i just want to hug it just like please don't leave me yeah (laughs) i need you so so dear to our hearts for being so buck wild Oh, is there anything else we've missed? Well, I'm sure there's fucking a billion things we've missed. I I um, feel like we covered the high points. I think there's just like so many little things that like you could go through. I'm like repelling the movie in my mind, like just like that <laughs> shot of like Uberta, Uberta playing the teacup, like she's just smacking the teacup with like a spoon. Yeah, there's, like a like a a weird little like ditty that she's trying to do. As a way to show that she's a peasant woman that don't that don't know that shit don't about know being a queen. How to be royal? There's there's two different songs about how to be a queen in this film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, what a what a weird. What a what a time. What a t- I this is uh, I mean if if any of y'all out there. I have been on the fence about the Swan Princess series. Now, now you know there's an end to it. It's okay to start, you know, start jumping in, start watching it. Yeah, get in, like, get in now before it's done. Yeah, I was actually, I was talking to Steve, and he was, <laughs> um, he was, um, yeah, so like I, I was telling him like oh. oh like oh this is gonna be like the second the last one we've got and so we started talking about doing a Swan Princess movie marathon. Holy um, shit! So he was like getting me to try and calculate like the runtime of all the movies, and it's like, <laughs> oh god, where is it? Uh, I think it was like something like I think it was like at least like fourteen hours. Wow. Oh, where is it? I have too many, too many fucking messages. I talk to, <laughs> I talk to Steve about too much bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere around fourteen hours and seventy three minutes. Although I said, assume I didn't fuck up and miss a movie. Fourteen hours and seventy three minutes is just f- fifteen hours and thirteen minutes. What? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I've definitely <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I am not a math person. I we've established this on this podcast. Nobody come for, for me. Uh, no, I understand. I never, Steve, you never commented on that, making me look bad on my podcast. You could have like, <laughs> you dick. 
Oh, but yeah, oh. so I mean, feasibly, we could start watching the Swamp Princess movies, uh, and like be done it within a single twenty-four hour period. You know, I, you, um, I theoretically. Yes. I could just lock you all in my house and we oh. just Wait, I'm here too. Oh no. But yeah, I assumed. Oh. Oh. But, um I mean, I'm, I'm not doing this day. alone. Uh, no, come on. <laughs> it would be it would be absolutely wild. Could you imagine watching this movie? Like we watched this movie when we were both like like awake and like Oh god. You know, Watching this Fresh. when you're like half asleep, yeah, like sleep deprived and probably like like grouchy because like you're being trapped in a room with like five other people for twelve hours. Oh my god! They're like, I this might end friendships if we actually oh, do this. Yeah. No, Christy, <laughs> it's a funny thing to think about, but we could never. Write in if you want, Bree. No, and... don't do it. Don't do it. Do it, do no, it, no, do no, it, no, do no, it. No, no, yes, no. yes, yes. Swan Princess Marathon. Swan Princess Marathon. Oh my god, yeah. I'm the, the credits are rolling. And, um, <laughs> one of the songs in the credits is Fanfare for the Common Dog performed by Bear and Friends, who I assume must be a dog. Oh. What? Bear and Friends. Ah. That's kind of cute. Somebody cute probably on the production got their dog. Got a bunch of dogs to bark. God. Oh. This is just... I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I am too. I This movie fucking... This is going to be a brutal one to edit because I feel oh. like it's just going to like bring the emotions back for a third time. And oh I'm my like, God, I'm just... Christy. God. What what a what an ordeal this movie is. Highly recommend. Everybody go yeah, watch yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Maybe... watch this one. Oh, oh my god. What if we could save the Swan Princess series? If everybody starts fucking watching no, these movies? No, 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 no. Save. No, come on. More movies. If we everybody starts fucking buying these movies, <laughs> let's do no, what we can. Then they'll have to... Then they'll have to... <coughs> come on. <coughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I'm dying. Yeah, because oh. you won't accept the Swan Princess into your life, and now Richard Rich is using He's his special power. reaching through the ether. The void. Oh, Richard, no, please, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm with you, Richard Rich. Oh. Let's just, let's show Sony that they should be investing their money into this and not the Spider-Verse movies. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Richard. <laughs> let's do it. God, we've, got probably, we've probably got a year. We've got a year to try and turn it around, folks. Oh. Well. Oh. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like tired and hungry and like okay. too warm. And I'm just... I can't... I'm... Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> You desperately tried to end this podcast. I gotta so go. I, will put I you, gotta go. I will put you out of your misery. <laughs> I'll put you out of your misery. Oh um, my god! Thank you all for joining uh, us. We'll we'll post some some choice clips of this movie up on the Twitter <laughs> at Bad Princess Mov. Um, if you want, you can also e uh, email us. Oh, I've lost it. <laughs> I've oh, been sorry. losing it too. Ooh. Uh, you can email us at 
bad princess movies. You got it. You come on. What's our <laughs> email Gmail. address? At gmadpriss at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to check out the catalog of Bad Princess Movies, you can check that out at badprincessmovies.com. Oh. Uh, I ho- we hope you enjoyed this fucking unhinged episode. Yeah, this is I thank you for tuning in for this one because it was Boy. probably a lot of lot of shrieking at some points. Just a lot of like just losing our mind <sighs> yeah, for the last this- hour and a half. My neighbors might have heard me screaming about the Swan Princess. I don't know. Mine too. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm gonna go no. fucking eat a sandwich and take a nap. I gotta go. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, we gotta go recover. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh. All right. Let's see you all next time for I don't who fucking knows Christy. <laughs> I don't who knows. Know. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see what it, we feel like. Maybe we need a, maybe we need a break to recoup from this one. Oh, God. Oh. Talk to you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye. Winning has more to it. Looks alone won't do it. And my pub's just proved.